0: This is the Bounty Hunt Podcast. Bounty Hunters, we don't need that scum. A UTV Patreon exclusive featuring Star Wars news and discussion beyond the expanded universe. I have never met a Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. And now, it's time to collect those credits. As you will Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. Welcome
1: to Bounty Hunt. A Patreon-exclusive u podcast where we hunt down all the extra content in the Star Wars universe. I am your host, Eric Eilerson, and joining me on this week's hunt is Dr. Corey Helton. And our mark this week is, finally, The Clone Wars Season 7, Episode 1, The Bad Batch. What's up, Corey?
0: What's up? We're here. I can't believe we're here, man. <laughs> I sat and that, I mean, it's like, I feel like I've finally completed my celebration experience now. because. Totally. Yes, so like this is the furthest thing into the future that they announced a celebration. I mean, I guess outside of Project Luminous, but out, you know, for this uh mm-hmm. f- like film TV media, they announced a celebration. I sat in that panel and I was like, "Man, February of next year, that is so far away. It's almost a year from now, and here we are. It's we exciting. made it.
1: Season 7 is out. I mean, it's been a year since the announcement. It's been wait, like 6 years since the, the lost uh, episode's the lost Missions, that was it, dropped on Netflix. Man,
0: has it really been that long? 2014,
1: yeah. So, And I know a lot of you all, um, like us, became fans later on and binged them, uh, but regardless of when you watch Clone Wars, we've all been waiting and it is finally here. So if you are new to these Bounty Hunt episodes, Welcome. Just like we did with our Mandalorian recaps, this episode is going to feature a brief recap of the first episode of The Clone Wars. We'll talk about what we loved about it. We'll talk about what we think is coming up in the following week. And that's about it. It's pretty chill. It's pretty easy. And without any further ado... Ooh, sorry. One more ado. One more ado, Corey. I lied to you. Mm. Uh, These first four episodes of Season 7 are a little special because years ago, Dave Filoni or someone released unrendered reels of these episodes, like fully storyboarded, like like animated, but very rough early stages. So there's a lot of footage there and that has been released to the public. The stories are out there. Did you watch any of these?
0: I have not seen any Uh, of those.
1: Okay, cool. Me neither. So for the purposes of this podcast, neither of us will be watching those. So just so you know, we won't be spoiling what's going to happen in this arc because as far as we can tell, it's kind of a one-to-one, like comparison between that footage and this new footage so if you want to find those on youtube you totally can and you can know what's going to happen in the story but just so you know we're going to be talking on this podcast as if we do not know what's coming up because we don't so all right only adieu now the first episode of season seven started out with a bang and it happened like this we start out with our lovely intro that we've missed so much the voiceover from tom kane Bringing us to Anaxes, which is a planet that we visited in Star Wars Rebels, where a big, huge siege is going on with Admiral Trench, the little spider bastard that we missed so much in the Clone Wars. Mace Windu and Anakin are leading some clones against him. We find out that Trench and the Separatists are somehow stealing Rex's plans. Captain Rex and Commander Cody are talking to the Jedi and saying, we don't know how they're countering us. The casualty rate is high. They must know what we're going to do somehow. Anakin asks Rex if he has any suspicions. And Rex, after a brief moment, says, no. We find out later that may be a lie. He may be hiding things from Anakin. But then we find Rex in his bunker looking at a picture of Domino Squad, of Heavy, of Echo, of all these soldiers that he's lost. And he and Cody talk about how hard it is to be survivors. And then Cody says, you know, what do you think is going on? And Rex admits that he theorizes Echo, who died in the Citadel arc, we thought may still be alive, because he's the only one that can know these battle plans. So, we move on, because Cody has brought in Clone Command- Clone Force 99 to help with this mission. And 99, in honor of the amazing, beautiful Clone 99, is a batch of clones that have been artificially enhanced and mutated in order to make them more effective soldiers. We got Hunter. We got Wrecker. We got Tech. We got Crosshair. These guys come in, in a freaking awesome speeder entrance do, a, like, a skid landing, and introduce themselves to the rest of the crew. The rest of this episode takes ni- the Batch 99, along with Cody, Rex, Jesse, and Kix, onto a mission to infiltrate the Separatist outpost to find out what's going on with Rex's algorithm. We get to see the Bad Batch in combat action for tons of time. These guys are elite soldiers. We got Wrecker grabbing pieces of a gunship and smacking spider droids with it. We got Hunter knifing people. We got uh, tech calling out like very specific places for Crosshair to fire to like sniper shoot grenades. It's freaking insane. And at the end of all this fighting, the crew, unsurprisingly, takes a command post and the computer center where Rex finds out the horrible truth that a signal is coming from Skecko Minor and it is saying CT-1409, which was Echo's number. So, at the end of all this fighting, our heroes get lifted away and they now have a new mission to go to this planet to find out if Echo is truly alive. So, Corey, what did you think of the first episode of Season 7?
0: Man, I was, uh, I was really excited. I mean, it was a lot of fun to watch. Um, I appreciated the... I had different expectations, I think, going into this. Like, all of us, we talked a lot about when Mandalorian came out, how the episode felt really short. And we were, I mean, there was a lot of talk about people kind of being unhappy about how the length of the episodes were and that sort of thing. Like, obviously, we don't have that problem at all in this case because we had, you know, already preconceived sort of notions going into this that, uh-huh. you know, it's going to be 25 minutes long. It's the same as any other Clone Wars episode. So I liked kind of having a, I don't know, a structure. Uh, already set up in a lot of ways i think that made the enjoyment of the episode a lot better like i was so used to the flow of the climax of the episode and that sort of thing so i really enjoyed it it was short it was a lot of fun um there's a lot of really cool things we can talk about which we should get into here in a little bit as far as the animation goes and cam work and things like that but overall i'd you know i'd say what nine nine out of ten maybe ten out of ten maybe i don't know it was really good
1: yeah i mean i'm right there with you i think it it was it was clone wars and i think that's a lot of the articles you see it online are kind of saying that you know what this is clone wars and yeah it's it's just a great version of a thing we love it's a season 7 it's not a season 1 of a new series you know it's, mm-hmm. it's a continuation mm-hmm. and it's a continuation in the best way the action was better than i think we've ever seen maybe we we got the incredible voice acting of everyone is back the the story is fun and exciting and it's really kinetic and it really just felt like going home but your home has been shined up a little bit you know. Yeah, so, totally. Um so now let's jump right into those things we liked, right? First of all, I just want to ask you straight up, who was your favorite member of the new bad batch?
0: Um the big wrecker, the big wrecker, guy? Wrecker, yeah. Wrecker, man. Yeah, I really liked <laughs> Wrecker. My favorite part of the entire episode which I laughed really loud. I I rarely laugh at TV shows out loud mm-hmm. when I'm by myself but when he threw the ship over and he like he has Cody over his back and he's like boom and then it blows up <laughs> i laughed awesome. really hard at that it was just so like kind of in character but also sort of out of character and unexpected it was just hilarious
1: oh yeah and he i mean all his little things like when they're doing the battle plan and they show the big outpost he's like I could take it with one hand, yeah! Like, I know,
0: it's, it's, it's so over the top to the point it's like stupid, and I really liked it.
1: No, I got a little confused because I, I thought um, the first time he said Wrecker, I thought he said Gregor, because oh, we yeah. later on see Gregor in Rebels with a blind eye. So I'm like, right. wait a minute, is this Gregor? But it, but we still saw Gregor in an earlier Clone Wars episode, so no, that was mm-hmm. so that was my bad. Um, yeah. No, I love Wrecker, I think he was a lot of fun. My favorite's probably Hunter or, like, you know, Rambo yeah. the clone, literally. Rambo
0: the clone. Yeah, I, I, I kind of want them to go more into his sort of special skills because it was pretty vague.
1: Yeah, he can, like, basically – sense his, his senses are off the charts. He can always yeah. tell where the, where the clones are and where the electric pulses are coming from and stuff. But I thought they did a really good job at giving each clone a really solid purpose. You know, a lot of times when you bring in a crew and everyone has a special skill – One's not as cool, one's not as useful, you know. It kind of yeah. goes back and forth. But when they fought together, you could tell, oh, they really do need all four of them to be this effective unit. They took out, like, a platoon of droids with four dudes, you know.
0: Yeah, which, by the way, was some of the best, I think, single action scene maybe in all of the Clone Wars. That was Agreed. such an incredible scene.
1: Yeah. So l- let's take that to talk about uh, the animation itself a bit. Because mm-hmm. when the trailer first came out, a lot of people were talking about the animation style. Um uh, Every single season on the Clone Wars, the animation gets better. And we could yes. say that, I mean, it's up to budget, totally. It's up to how technology is constantly evolving in all forms of entertainment, absolutely. But from season six to season seven, wow. I mean, the, yeah. the, the first word I think of is, it's smooth. It is so fluid all the way it around. Is.
0: Yeah, it is. Their faces look different. The coloring is different. I mean, it's very, very impressive. Like, it's it's... I'm glad they didn't just take these unpolished episodes and just kind of finish them, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, they took them and polished the crap out of them, and you know maybe they had the time and the budget to do that this time around because they did, and you know sort of revitalize this season.
1: So, yeah, and you got Disney. I mean, Disney Plus money we know we know is pretty significant, but that's right. The smooth edges of everything were incredible. The fact that you know when they crashed the ship. The it's not just dirt flying up. It looked like pieces of glass were like shattering. Yeah, that was incredible. And, I mean, those little moments that are on screen for half a second like take weeks to to yeah. really render. Absolutely. Uh, and they decided to do it with that kind of full extent. Um, and then for the action scenes, the camera work just. <sighs> Yeah, so I was blown away.
0: I was too, man. Like, and I I didn't really notice it the first time I watched it, but somebody said in our Discord, like, there's like one camera sort of flowing all the way through Mm -hmm. the scenes, kind of like a first person shooter kind of way. And I was paying attention the second time. And man, that is really, really nuts the way they did that. It's like, it's just, it floats through the room almost like it's like a. I don't, I don't even know how to describe it. Like it's not like it's a GoPro on a rifle or something. It was nuts.
1: Yeah, like when uh, I think the most impressive thing to me was when they're attacking the computer center and the Bad Batch is is going in the back, and you know, Wrecker pounds the door open because tech is taking too long, yeah. and they go through the hallways and the camera is just following, following, and it's a one shot for like yes. three different fights and it spins around and it and it and it zooms and it like. Just the 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 impressive nature of the camera work. This it's like a you know hundred million dollar blockbuster. S- right camera angles yeah
0: it made it seem like it was like a scene like that was filmed in one take right it doesn't yes! it does, there's not cuts at all throughout that uh-huh. entire scene you know and since we're talking about that that specific scene when they're it's is we're talking about when they busted into that uh, outpost right mm-hmm. before they went to the uh, what they call that place the, the command center computer the command yeah yeah, yeah what, whatever cyber is. center is cyber that center that center? sounds right yeah, yeah sounds that sounds right before they went to that they did that outpost or whatever something else I want to point out that was very unique I don't think I've ever noticed it in the Clone Wars before there was uh-huh. no music in that entire entire scene
1: oh wow you're right
0: yes so when you go back and watch that it makes the combat seem very realistic yeah um, like you see this in in war movies sometimes like when there's a small battle scene and not like a huge a bunch of forces going against each other if it's going to be a small take out a couple of guys it makes it feel very personal because guns and bl- explosions are not going off everywhere it's just like boom 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 you know as they're taking people out and it it Man, it was awesome. Like, go back and watch that scene and uh pay really close attention to the sound because like it feels very interpersonal and intimate almost. Like that way they rush in and do that.
1: Yeah, and they really paid a lot of attention to the weapons themselves as well. You know, mm-hmm. you mentioned the gun noises. They all had different weapons and they all had yeah. different sounds, which I mean, as a sound mixer and sound editor, the madness of figuring out which bolt is being fired from which gun when, during which frame, and how far away is it to figure out how loud it has to be in, in relation to That's everything crazy. else. Like crazy. It's, it's really masterful. And I think one of the things we're I'm noticing we're focusing on a lot in this one is just the technical prowess of this show. Yes. And oh, my gosh. It, I mean, it's amazed us for years. Obviously, every season has grown, but they the stuff they did in this first episode because it w- it was so action based right We didn't have a ton of small character moments we didn't have a lot of like intimate little stuff they could really just play if this was the hey you know we know we're gonna be getting some people that have never seen Clone Wars before watch this because it's it's the banner on Disney plus right you can click it and say oh, okay maybe I'll check this out so they mm-hmm. need it to be exciting It's like what you always say about the uh, season two episode 5 yeah right of yeah. how that's the action episode right. that brings to in. It'll capture you. Yeah. Yeah, and I think they did a great freaking job here. I I'm, I'm really not going to get over the camera work of this. I've I've watched it 3 times and my jaw just hits the floor every single time. Now, on a different note, I want to talk about weirdly the unsung hero of the Clone Wars, which is got to be D Bradley Baker. Yes. Cuz <laughs> a lot of times in the credits it says the clone troopers and you're like, "Okay, but this episode, he did 11 different characters. <laughs> That's crazy, Including man. freaking Trench. Including you know, it in was, the entirety of the Bad Batch. Like,
0: It really wasn't until Celebration where I actually saw him on stage and heard him do a couple different voices in one sitting that I sort of realized, like, yeah, he's done the clones, but he's done a crap ton of other stuff, too. Man, what a what a man.
1: Yeah. What a
0: voice actor.
1: It, it, yeah. And, and, and one of the most impressive things, honestly, for me, that I, that I always talk to friends about, about the Clone Wars, who, you know, we still broken records at this point, but we all have friends that say, it's a kid show, it's animation, why should I watch it, whatever. The, the, the ability to play hundreds of characters who are literally clones of each other differently is, yeah. re- is insane. It's ridiculous. But somehow
0: remain a uniqueness between them all is incredible
1: yeah like the fact that the bad batch you know they come up they don't look like clones is true but you could still tell they had an air of cloneness about them and that's both a a testament to the animators and a testament to d bradley baker for all the work he did and i mean i'm sure we're gonna be getting the crew back in the future episodes i mean matt lanter had a couple lines here we're gonna get james arnold taylor back and uh you know ahsoka is gonna be a huge focus of the second two-thirds of the season but right now i do love them starting out with d bradley baker to like Give him a chance to freaking shine and be like, "No, I am the clones of the Clone Wars." Yes. Uh, no, Back on the fight scenes, real quick. I was I was watching this third time with Charlie, um, star of our previous ba- uh, bounty hunt episode, and she mentioned one of the great things about the fight scene when um when they're doing the pincer attack when Rex and Cody are coming in the front, the bad batch is mm-hmm. coming in the back. It's really cool because both teams are kind of doing what they would do anyway. Because Rex and Cody are being a little more tactical, are being a little, you know, slower in it. They're taking pot shots a little more, whereas the Bad Batch is charging head on in. Mm -hmm. And it was really cool to see the choreography of that because neither of the teams was really trying to copy the other. They really complemented each other's strengths perfectly. And I think in an episode... That maybe a lesser show could have been like, oh, they just argue and again they, they they get in each other's way all the time. There was always respect between them, mm-hmm. you know. Like they had, they had a little tussle in camp when Recker um, grabbed kicks by the throat and Jesse and, and Crosshair were wrestling for a second, but then Hunter immediately was like, no, we're all on the same side. Right. And when they went to go fight the Droid Platoon, Rex was like, that was amazing. And you know, I just I, I really did enjoy the fact that they decided to not have that stupid interpersonal drama in it, because at this point in the war, like, they're seasoned.
0: Yeah, everybody's probably pretty burned out, too, which we're starting to sort of get echoes of in a lot of way, no pun intended.
1: Ooh, but pun intended, let's go to our next point on that. Look at you, man. Echo's
0: back? Maybe, I guess so. Maybe? Um, Like... Yeah, so I had to I had to look this up and because because so my wife asked me when we watched it together she said how did Echo die and I could not remember like it was the it's yep. the Citadel arc I did the same I, thing yeah I, I could not remember at all so like I, I remember do you okay can you tell me more about it because I yeah. remember I remember the episode was it Echo that was in that ship that was in space and he was in like the container and the droids like busted in and got him was that no, Echo that,
1: no that's the um... Uh that's a further arc. This was
0: That's the chip arc, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. that's when
1: they got uh uh Tup. tup. This, that was, was Tup. Yeah, this was just in a fight. It was just in a fight was trying to escape the citadel. Echo like charged out of somewhere was firing at them and then they shot um a ship behind him and it exploded. And this when and fives was like "Echo!" and Obi-Wan's like "We got to go." And then as everyone escaped, the camera just pans down and you see Echo's helmet on the ground just smoking. So we just wow, like okay. he's dead.
0: I don't remember that. I'm about to find a YouTube clip or something. Oh, like yeah. That. I'll,
1: I'll send it to you after the show. There, that's that's yeah. literally, I just watched the clip. It's yeah. like a minute. It shows you exactly what happened. So it does have that thing of, you know, if we don't see a body, then I guess it's possible. Like, do you, what do mm-hmm. you think we're going to see? Are we going to see Echo as like a cyborg? Or are we going to see him like...
0: Probably. I mean, something of that nature where he's like interfaced with some kind of computer system or something.
1: Yeah. Um, because he knew the battle plans is why they have him. They know, mm-hmm. He knows his algorithm, so... I, I gotta assume it's gotta be some kind of... Maybe, like, a torture thing. Maybe, like, what they did with Revan in the Old Republic game. Like, where they have him hooked up to this battery thing.
0: Yeah, may, maybe so. Something like that.
1: Uh, but that would definitely I be know. next episode. Like... Yeah. We gotta get that. Uh, I'm glad
0: that I'm glad that we've circled back to Domino's Squad. I mean... Uh,
1: they are kind of the core of the clones.
0: Right. Yeah, but uh, they are in a lot of ways. Or at least Fives and Echo were. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, we... Killed off uh, two of them, almost like in what season two? I think. I mean, so season
1: one and rookies. We lose heavy and we lose uh droid bait.
0: Yeah, that's right. We lose heavy and was it droid bait? to the other guys
1: or no? no cut up,
0: cut up. It's cut up. Yeah, yeah. Cut up gets eaten by the centipede thing, and heavy like sacrifices himself. Yeah, to I block think the...
1: droid bait actually dies even before. Like, wow, that's before the first that season. Holy smokes! Yeah. yeah so like, like, like these are but, we only but still. have echo and fives after episode five of the first season.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> but yeah, no, they've they are the emotional, you know, core, and the fact that we have Cody and Rex meeting them in the first episode, we see them, and we've we, and we've been able to watch them grow alongside them. Right, is great, which led to the five sacrifice being so impactful. And now, sure. like I mean, you think about Rex, mm-hmm. you're like man, he can get back one the final member of Domino Squad. He can. He now has a chance to maybe save him.
0: You think he's gonna survive? Echo, I don't think so. I, I think he's gonna die in the end
1: i I think he will, but I think, it's, I think he's gonna
0: be too far gone maybe gonna he's gonna, gonna like bit. maybe he's gonna like like classic trope like realize that you know you're still in there somewhere, come on, talk to me, you know, yep. and you like wait- kind of wakes up and blows something up, maybe and that's how he yeah, sacrifices sacrifice. himself, yeah, I could see that maybe definitely people that have already watched the three episodes or whatever are probably like cringing at how wrong this uh, is
1: don't don't spoil it for us we'll 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 acknowledge it as it goes um right. We will uh, Although, speaking of people that are back, though, one guy I never thought we'd see again is freaking Admiral Trench.
0: Yes, also destroyed in the first season. Me and Caitlin watched that episode the other night. Uh, when the, I think it was, at least the missiles? The missiles blew up a ship, but did he come back after that?
1: I, I can't remember because he was in Cat... Because that's when we're all the, the order was all messed up. Because the Cat and Mouse yeah, yeah. episode in season three is actually the first chronological... Uh, yeah, I
0: know. And C- Caitlin and I have been watching a chronological order like I told you guys the other yeah. night. So, like, um, I know... Uh, like, it's the, it's the Hunt for Red October episode. you Remember yes. where Anakin's in the little submarine stealth ship thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's that one, and he blows it up. And that's the first episode we see Trench in, I believe.
1: Well, you know what this is? I'm just looking this up now to confirm. When we see Trench at the Battle of Christophsis, I don't think he has the, the cybernetic eye that he has in this one. Okay. So um, maybe the explosion, like, messed him up, and then he got cybernetic implants, and maybe that's mm-hmm. what, maybe that'll be echoed in Echo. You know, maybe it's the same <laughs> yeah, kind of technology. maybe
0: so. Maybe so. Maybe Trench is involved in that somehow. He sure seems to uh, He sure seemed to freak out when they mentioned uh, Skeko Minor, Skeko which is Minor, a yeah. sweet name, by the way. Skeko I love it. Skeko Minor. I, I, lo- I love it when uh, there's like majors and minors and mm-hmm. like numbers and stuff and planet names like Malacor Five. Like I love stuff like that.
1: Yeah. Well, because they had another one. I fr- I forgot the name already. The one that the Bad Batch was on that they had just come from it was like somewhere Prime. Something
0: Prime. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Love that. It feels stuff. very spacey. I like it. Yeah, Trench looks awesome. I really like his gold and mm-hmm. brown, sort of plated, whatever cybernetic stuff. It looks cool. Yeah. And trench is awesome. I mean he's a he's a good villain. I think uh didn't I pick him as my favorite one of my favorite? I think I, I might have picked did. him. Yeah, you did. I think I did in in uh, that episode we did a couple weeks ago.
1: Yeah, he's just the spider clickiness is it, I know. Ugh, it my
0: wife hates it. it. She kept she was like, <laughs> ugh, I hate <laughs> it. I know. It's fantastic.
1: But I like that it's that the tactical mind is is kind of going up against it's him. It's him versus Rex, essentially, you know, the the tactic Mm -hmm. masters, um, to find out the only way he can beat Rex is by corrupting echo. Essentially is is a really cool choice. Well, speaking of Rex, one of the big changes from the reels to this episode, um, that I, that I heard about on Twitter was that in the original, um, pre-rendered reels, they released Rex tells Anakin his suspicions about echo in the, initial brief he's like really the only other person that would know this would be echo and Anakin's like are you sure and they that, so that they, is
0: very interesting that they would choose to change that yeah cause in this that episode, is very interesting
1: Rex pointedly takes a beat and says no nothing else and then he goes back I know, to look at the picture
0: that's right and then Anakin it, the camera pauses on him for a second mm-hmm. he's like is there anything else and yeah. then they walk away and, and it shows Anakin's face again like he obviously doesn't believe that Rex is not telling him something so that's weird, man. They're setting yeah. it up that maybe the clones are not trusting the Jedi as much. Specifically, there's some tension between Rex and Anakin, maybe? I don't know.
1: Well, and I had the thought of, you know, he says, they'll, they'll think I'm crazy. You might think I'm crazy. And the last time someone thought a clone was crazy was Fives. And right. he watched Fives get gunned down, so.
0: Exactly. So maybe, I don't know, maybe he's sketched out about the whole picture. I don't know. I really like that they're setting this up, and, I almost wonder if we're gonna see Rex maybe walk away earlier, so he doesn't have to see Order sixty six. Maybe he's not around for Order sixty six. Maybe maybe he follows Ahsoka and they like leave together, and he goes AWOL. I don't know. There's that
1: there's, would. Ugh, there's so many options with him and Ahsoka. Yeah, we know, it, like they, they're, they're together at some point um, during the seizure of. Mal- of uh, m- oh my gosh, Mandalore! I'm like Mandalore. Mustafar, Man- Malachor, Mustafar. <laughs> Jesus, Mandalore, there we go. Um, and then we know that he like helps lead the Legion that has her helmets on. Uh, but th- this season, obviously for me as a fan of Captain Rex, as a, as a huge lover of Rex, this is, mm-hmm. this is Christmas for me already. I mean, he is getting some front and center action, and he is really going to go through some horrible stuff this season. I
0: know, and his relationship with Ahsoka, it's all very fascinating. I mean, I really think it all comes down to if they're going to stick to... Um stick to the ahsoka Canon book right like, yeah, I mean because right. isn't the whole scene from order sixty six in there i I, I think something it's, it's surrounding it
1: it's not as specific I't I need the, to go back and
0: find it and read it because it's gonna be important for this i think
1: yeah the the idea of them basically escaping it together and then both faking their own deaths and then leaving is in there. I know that so at some point Rex is gonna. Rex and Ahsoka are going to escape together in, in some way, whether that involves killing of clones, whether that involves, you know, her taking out his chip, like, whatever that is, it's going to be, I'm yeah. sure, completely heartbreaking and horrifying. Yeah, totally. But that's, like, what, ten weeks away, something like that? Oh, my gosh, that's crazy.
0: Uh, yeah, so I do appreciate that this is lasting longer than Mandalorian, because Mandalorian yeah. really seemed to come and go, and it was right before the Rise of Skywalker, so it was mixed in with... Um, mixed with all this other hype, so it was just a lot at one time. I appreciate that this is all by itself.
1: Me too. Let's do, again, the weekly release is fine. It's going to keep conversations like these ones going, and even though this first episode, as we're winding down weirdly, like, doesn't have a ton of stuff to dig into right at the beginning, a lot of these are going to build and build and build, and like Filoni did an interview, I think it was a couple nights ago, they had an event at Lucasfilm where they where they screened the first four episodes, the entire Bad Batch arc. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, we picked these all for a reason and all three arcs build on each other and are very important yeah. to the end. So I'm sure this season on rewatch is going to just, I mean, blow our socks off even more than it already is. Yeah. But speaking of the next episodes, I want to take a look into next week. So next week we had episode two called a distant echo. They're, nice. they're not, they're not even being subtle. They're just going for it. That's right. Um, And the, again, if you don't want to hear the title and description of next week's episode, if you're, well, if you hear the title, sorry, that was it. If you don't want to hear the description of it, then go ahead, fast forward a little bit, or we'll see you next week. But this says, believing that MIA soldier Echo may still be alive, Rex's mission becomes doubly important. Alongside Bad Batch and Anakin Skywalker, the clone captain launches a dangerous covert rescue. Hmm. So we get more Anakin, which I love. Yeah which um, means
0: I'm, so I, this almost implies that maybe they're going to make it to echo in next episode so what's the third episode and the fourth episode involving bad batch going to
1: be about that's
0: very interesting
1: it's a great i, I think they got to be it's got to be discovering something terrible you know they, right it doesn't it doesn't
0: it doesn't sound like echo is going to be the climax it sounds like this is part of the you know a climax yeah. but not the climax maybe it's going to be getting trench in some bigger you know evil i don't know yeah or maybe it's like what exciting. do we
1: find are are there any plans about the siege of Mandalore in there? Like, are, is it? Hmm, do maybe. they find a tactics hub? You know, there could be something like that. But yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna agree with you. I think we see Echo next next week. I I'm I'm gonna guess that might be the end of the episode. It's like you know, opening the door and seeing him all strung up and being like, yeah, maybe so. Echo, oh no! And then it just you know fades out into what now? What do we do? Right. That's my prediction. I like it um well a couple last quick thoughts about this episode uh fans of rebels as we said the planet they were on was anaxis and which is the planet that ezra and sabine were on at oh, i forget i forget which episode number it was but they like found all the animals inside the cave and then the empire came and they had to like set booby traps to get out uh the animals that oh really yeah oh
0: man i did not even put that together same, but that's why it looked familiar same
1: base um and the yeah, animals that, that Ezra. A... go ahead I was gonna say that was a scary episode, uh-huh.
0: man. That was like it was one of the few episodes in Rebels that was like tense, just the jump scares and stuff. And yeah, I liked Even it. intense.
1: and the animals that were doing those jump scares—you can actually see in the background during the campfire um, when they're all kind of like dealing with their wounds and, and dealing with to leave Cody or not. Wow, they're, I did not know that. They're in the background. So on your next watches, uh, Rebels fans, check those out. I I can guarantee that is not the last Rebels uh, little tidbit we're gonna get. Specifically because today, if you didn't see on Twitter, uh, Corey, I don't even know if you've seen this yet, um, so there have been pictures released of the new Gentle Giant statue. You know, Gentle Giant's company. They do a lot of licensed work um, with Star Wars. Right. And there's a new Ahsoka statue for Season 7, and she has her owl on her arm. So the owl that's with really? from Rebels. So wow, interesting. Heads up on that. we If you thought we we're only going to get action and explosions, we'll get a lot of that, but but Filoni's coming hard with the Force lore as well in the second two thirds of the season.
0: You know, this is this is a really nice way to sort of bring a close to Ahsoka's arc in a lot of ways. Yeah. Like because we see her we see her in Rebels and we conclude with her in Clone Wars like but there's nothing in between. So if we can connect all the dots and complete that story, it sounds like the last thing to complete will be out of animation will be the uh what you know what happened to Ezra Thron and Ahsoka mm-hmm. Uh, at the very end of Rebels, if they ever go that route. But then they're done. I mean, they've tied up all the loose ends, basically, in Star Wars, right? So, like, they either have to create a new era or create something entirely different, which is, you know, looks like that's where we're going. A new era. Hmm. I know. Hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, Speaking of which, quick plug, if you would like to tune in on this coming Monday night, the 24th, we are going to be doing a live episode, as we always do, uh, talking about the Project Luminous event uh, we don't know what time that event is. I'm hearing rumors now it may be an evening event. So hmm. we may be breaking news Maybe. on our show. Who knows?
0: Maybe so. Regardless, we generally get together. I think it's probably pretty set in stone for next Monday, about 8 p.m. Eastern mm-hmm. time is when we'll probably go live-ish uh, based on all of our schedules. Um, hopefully, Charles will be able to make it. I hope Fingers so. Fingers
1: crossed. We miss you, buddy. Uh, so if you want to do our main show, quick plug for that as we're talking about new eras. But we will be back every single week. Just like we were with the Mandalorian to talk about Clone Wars. And this is the next 12 weeks. I, I Every mm. Friday morning, I'm so excited to tune in and check out new stuff. Corey, any yeah. last thoughts? It's like Christmas every it week. Is. It is. Any last thoughts about the first episode of The Bad Batch?
0: I don't think so. I'm excited to see what the future holds. Uh, I never thought I'd be in love with Clone Wars as much as I am. But it's it's a ton of fun. Um, it feels more adult than it has in the past. It seems like the stakes are high. I'm excited. I'm really, really excited. Yeah,
1: the, from this, from the the moment that that first note hit with the bum but up, but up, when that, when the, when the the title went through, I got chills at five in the morning, and I did not expect nice. it.
0: That's fantastic. Uh,
1: well, we hope you got chills as well, everyone. And we want to say thank you for listening to this week's episode of Bounty Hunt. Be sure to keep your clone wars rewatch going if you're catching up or just sit in anticipation and be ready for our next hunt when we'll be diving into episode two of season seven of the clone wars episode two airs on february 28th only on disney plus if you're listening then you already support us over on patreon.com uchini so we want to thank you for that support Go ahead and tell us all your thoughts about the Clone Wars in our Discord community at utini.com slash Discord. And be sure to follow the main show on Twitter at LivingForcePod and all of us individually for our latest thoughts about all things Star Wars. I'm at Eric Eilerson. Corey is at DocStarWarsMD. And Charles, when he's here, is at C. Hankel. Tune in next time, everyone. Boom!
0: You've been listening to the Bounty Hunt Podcast. Yeah. Good. To learn more about other Utini Patreon exclusives, visit utini.com.